Welcome guys to another episode of Asset Cast podcast and we've been live for 14 episodes. Can you guys believe that? Nice. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but today we are running on a very short order. As you can see, we are back to three men and that's basically me, Arnab, your host, and with me today is Joel. Say hey hi there. Joel. Hey and As always, we have Ratul playing. Hi. Ratul, what are you playing? I'm playing Ruiner, man. If you do not know about <laughs> this game. Well, it's an isometric 3D, 2.5D version of Hotline Miami, where you beat people up. Oh, that sounds cool. I, yes. I already, I already like the game. Yeah. I just totally already like the game. Like it's, But it's got good visuals too. Might, might actually try that out. But without further ado, let's just. get right into the topics and for the first thing today we have to talk about nintendo direct now i know joel probably is already like i don't know like you know laughing manically to himself but nintendo direct on march 8 i think have like happened and they released a lot of uh, info about whatever content they're going to release like new titles and remasters and all of that So uh, I think WarioWare was uh, announced. Joel, can you talk about that? Like, oh yes, yes, yes. Film, WarioWare. Film yeah, fill me in about what happened in Nintendo Direct. I want to hear it from your mouth only, and you're the best person to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, Clearly. Joel, Joel is a Nintendo Nintendo guy. The Nintendo guy, yeah, he, and he has like, every I'm, I'm, he has every Nintendo console. You have every do you have every Nintendo console though, Joel? Before you start, like I just wanted to um, out of curiosity, I want to know. I just don't have the Wii U because that sucked. Oh, feels but bad. But then, yeah. But then, all of that's getting remastered for the Switch. So, guess who wins? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got the Switch with you. True that. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Like so. Joel, Joel app like totally rubs it in our face every time. But with, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna distract. But go on, continue about Nintendo Direct, please. Yeah. Okay, so uh, there was so much to talk about Nintendo Direct. Direct. Like I was just jumping in my seat as to when I'll get to talk about this. So uh, you mentioned WarioWare, right? Uh, yeah. Has anyone played WarioWare? By the way, like shout out to all those people who played it. Uh, amazing! It's basically like four second long games string together, and there'll be like a hundred of these. Uh, and the 3DS version, uh, which is called MicroWare, I mean WarioWare Gold, is having the largest set of these. So you get games from the GBA version, that's the Game Boy version. The DS version, and I think it will have some of its new games too. So it's going to be this huge catalog, and it's something that we fans are really waiting for. Like it's been five years, I guess, since the last one. The last one came out on the Wii U, which I didn't get to play sadly. And uh, yeah, it's coming out in August, so that's not much of a long wait too. Um, on the 3DS, uh, we also have Luigi's Mansion, uh, Bowser's Inside Story. So these two are again remasters of. Uh, A GameCube game and the DS version of Bowser's Inside Story, I think. And we're getting one new game that's uh, Detective Pikachu. That's, so that sounds uh, nice. That sounds pretty that cool, actually. Deadly. Yeah, I know. Has Has anyone seen the trailer though? No, not yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. But no. now, now that you mention it, it certainly piques my interest. I'm yeah, totally same, going to watch this after here. the podcast is done. <laughs> yeah, detective yeah, so, Pikachu. That's that's actually pretty interesting to see. Does Pikachu wear a suit? Like um, in CSI? No. no? A hat. As in, least. he he does he does talk. He does talk though. Oh, he talks. What? Yes. 
Yes, yes, he talks. <laughs> oh wow, okay. Okay, now now my interest is in like now now you've got my curiosity 100%. So then, yeah, Detective Pikachu he talks and he's he's not got a suit, but he's got the whole hat and the whole detective costume. So he looks really cute, yeah. And he's got this really uh low voice, something like Danny De, uh, DeVito. That's what everyone's voting, you know, for him to be in the English version, but sadly it's not him. uh he talks and it's it's not a core game at all it's nothing like sun and moon it's uh, somewhere uh, it's got a long story it's more about uh, like the pokemon company says that it's uh the the bond between pokemon and uh, the trainers and the uh, human life so it's more like a slice of life game yeah uh i really don't know what to expect i'm hoping it will be more like the professor layton series of games Shout out if anyone's played that too. But, <laughs> Sorry, uh, <laughs> we're, just, we're just doing out shout outs on this podcast yeah, because yeah, well, why not? why not? Dude, actually, <laughs> you can you can play Professor Layton even if you don't have a Nintendo console. By the way, it's it's out on phone. There is a phone okay. game. Yeah, I'll, on Android, I'll, iOS. I'll tot I'll totally check that out. But speaking of what is coming this year, I am so glad that I I get to. like say this on a podcast as a host that super mario bros super sub oh my god i got <laughs> you messed See, it it's, up it's 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 i'm not messing it up i'm just so excited that i'm messing it up like damn it <laughs> super smash bros is coming for switch in 2018 like like oh holy hell it's it's happening it's yeah. happening it's it's finally happening like i i'm pretty much holding my heart like in if, place so that is a, it doesn't burst out of my chest like but i think that's i think that was like one of the biggest nintendo direct that even a lot of people made like a ton of memes especially the eye with the fireball and that four like it, it oh fought, yes yeah that, that was like a huge meme and i was like wondering okay what is the big deal of this meme i need to find out And I asked, Dude, I asked a lot of my Nintendo friends. Nintendo knows how to hype up a game, and they do. People was literally screaming when they saw the Splatoon uh, character's uh, eye with the uh, Smash sign on it. Oh, like, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Ink, ink, inkling girl, like completely yes, freaked yes. out. And I, I can totally imagine, like you know, Nintendo fans all across the world, their expressions were exactly the same. But <laughs> you, like, okay, and you mentioned a very good point, Splatoon. That's not the only thing that was announced. Platoon is getting a story DLC. If I'm yes, not wrong, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, do you do you know what that is about? Um, actually, I'm I'm one of the few people who does not play, like who plays Nintendo but does not play Platoon. Sadly, uh, so I really can't help you there. But as much as I seen, uh, I saw the trailer and it's really good. It's got a very good vibe to it. It's a new map. It's the whole subway map with the uh, new characters. and uh, i guess only time will tell like uh, we'll have to wait for the dlc to release to make a proper judgment on it actually yeah even even nintendo themselves made a very like you know funky music video and then exactly. released it uh, it's 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 very fun to see nintendo doing this and like you know giving the other consoles some run for their money and uh, i think now i'm going to turn my attention towards ratul because i can't wait for to hear him scream Uh, Ratul, do you know that Undertale is Bro, coming to on Nintendo? the Switch? Yes, I. I saw yes. the trailer. I saw the trailer, and I, I like the way they innovated. That the, the trailer was well made, actually. 
like the way it started <laughs> like you know it just started off hey can you turn can you turn on the switch right i when i when they saw turn on the switch i was like dude that's a pun right there like freaking toby fox was super smart when he actually uh, made it like that that was actually well made by uh, you know the folks that by uh, you know the, the whole trailer was it was well made i actually enjoyed it and i can't wait you know i actually want to play undertale again on the switch and see you know how the whole you know the roots you know the concept of undertale right like it remembers what you've done in your past saves dude you can you can now play undertale while you're on the move like imagine exactly. you've been in the past yeah. on the train like walking you uh, can just I, play undertale all uh, the time not, not just that like think about it like this you're like you're playing on the move like let's say you've taken a you can uber pool or roller share or even on the bus and there's someone over there who's interested because you know when you have a handheld console in public especially in india you're going to draw some eyeballs and if they see you're playing a game like this they'll be like oh what game is this you can actually spread that in the beauty of indie games to other people as well you know get them get their asses off of that csgo and dota you know well uh, well spread, then i, I guess the nintendo cheer first yeah i guess i guess you can say you can bring them under your influence I swear about uh, oh, guys shit, in chat guys, guys in chat remember to kick Arnab's ass when I meet him in Kolkata <laughs> like whoever's in Kolkata please <laughs> but please do uh, the needful okay so like apart from doing the needful there are two more games i think uh, no not yeah, two yeah. Not Actually, three more games we need to talk about regarding switch that is crash bandicoot is coming to a nintendo console for the first time in like um, you know, in no, years no, like, oh no no oh you got bamboozled i think it was already there yeah it was then uh, there are a lot of crash bandicoot games no, no, on no, no. in recent years or are we talking about past years or something like i'm talking about recent years like in the last 2 to 3 years i guess well in the if last 2 to 3 not... years i don't think there was a crash bandicoot game either oh yeah okay yeah fine like <laughs> god damn it <laughs> Bam- bamboozled, bamboozled, bamboozled very badly. Bamboozled, but damn it! But then there's Okami HD also coming to Nintendo Switch, which I probably think that no one here has any idea of. Oh wait, I I, I know I about do, Okami. Dude, I do. I know, dude. That 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 thing came on my recommended because of all the games I've played recently and I it looked really cool. Yeah. Wait, wait. Who played it on what? I, I played on the Nintendo Wii. Wii. And please go on. Rathol, I just played it on the original PS2 console. I guess I, I want to play it on the PC soon because I am planning on picking it up and playing that game. Look really cool. Okay, okay. Um, so, uh, okay, so I can I guess we can say that whoever is interested in that can totally go and watch it on Rathol's stream. By the way, I'm going to so, soon. Uh, Man, soon. by the way, the so, Switch the, the Switch has so many other games right now. It's it's amazing how Nintendo is doing this. I think even like, Dark Souls uh, at the start of mentioned, right? Exactly at the start of 2018, I was like, uh, this year is not going to be as good as 2017. But then Nintendo just came with this direct and pushed in so many games. Like, uh, yeah, Dark Souls. We're getting a network demo. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark yeah. Souls for free. Imagine everyone. I'll be whoever playing. has a Switch, yeah. please play it. Uh, you can play it on the go. Finally. Now, now it makes me wanna actually. Dude, so like uh, that's... yeah like prepare, prepare to die on the go as like you know <laughs> yes 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 prepare to roll on prepare the go to... <laughs> roll dodge I, parry I, roll I, dodge I, I, parry I hope, I hope to i hope to hell that no one actually gets butt frustrated with 
like dark souls and dying and everything and just throws the switch out Dude, of the yeah, boss or something. Dude, yeah, people are going to throw switches. I feel that's going to happen. And the Joy-Cons are very throwable actually. They're like, you know, these little tiny things. I guess I guess you're very can, well. I'm I'm going to make another pun because I can. I guess you can say people are going to flip their switch over dark souls. Wow. I'm just done. Like it's stopping. What? It was good. Like it's it's not my fault that you guys are not laughing. All right. All right. Where's that end broadcast button? I can't seem to find it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, but but last but not the least, someone is kind of jealous about Nintendo's Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We didn't even talk about Mario Tennis. Oh yeah, that's that's actually a new thing that's also coming up. Dude, that's a new thing. Yeah, that is a new thing. Like I remember like, jo- like, like like got a private chat. on facebook and joel was like when he saw that he he wouldn't shut up about it like he kept up, they i don't know i think you guys had an argument about that as well the end oh my like, god uh, <laughs> I, i'm not a fan of mario aces i mean mario tennis but then this one looks stunning with its whole zone skills and everything and it's basically to what it is to tennis is like what mario kart is to racing uh and it's getting a demo too like nintendo is giving out demos left and right so everyone who owns a switch to get these demos like and we've got uh, octopath traveler 2 by the way yep, uh, any yep. any fans of se games like square enix rpgs so it looks amazing it's got these 2d sprites but in a 3d world it's done in unreal engine by the way so nice yeah it is actually done in unreal engine it's got the whole lighting effects and the whole shadows and dof and it's really interesting to see where they're going it seems like the stories of eight people put together like intertwining together uh i can't wait you know it's coming out i guess next to next month i i mean i can see that you can't wait you can't stop talking about it either but yeah. like yeah. totally keeping with the pacing and everything and i'm sorry joel that i have yeah yeah let's let's go with like i was saying that someone is pretty jealous like you mentioned it yourself someone is pretty jealous I over Ninten- that. Yes, yes. nintendo's this huge uh, like you know environment and like atmosphere they're building with their switch and that person is none other than Gabe Newell of Valve like he's pretty jealous but Gabe himself came up with something and that's pretty interesting for all all of you Valve fans out there i'm pretty sure Sohum is flipping out somewhere in the distant universe but they are back to making games and uh, i think they have already released uh, what five uh, news about five games one is artifact the card game based around dota Yeah. Three VR games and one single-player game. Now we're gonna come back to the single-player game later because that's a matter of speculation and it's gonna yeah, be it fun. Yeah, ha- it hasn't been announced yet, so I'm actually yeah. going to give my thoughts on that as well. All right, all right. So that's for something to speculate later on. But I want to talk about Artifact. Now we, I think we got to see like one uh, screenshot of it. Yeah, I mean, is a couple, that right? Yeah, a couple of a presentation um, was given. No, there was a proper presentation yeah. where people got to play the game. Oh, really? So, uh, yes, okay. Yes. Uh, so, like, since none of us are okay, none of us are going to be like, you know, very pro and like, uh, something like you know, intelligent to talk about Dota in that sense. Like, not like Soham, but can you just give an idea of how it was and how it looked like from a card-based games? We've seen um, Gwent and all of that. Yeah so think about it like how Duel Masters was but instead of having one lane it's having the three lanes just like how Dota has so okay. it's like three card games together being played where you'll have two two towers on wow. each side and you have to break them oh wow okay 
that's that's okay, actually so, so like that's that brings a whole new level of like you know gameplay element to it yes, like yes, yes. it's basically dota but on cards you, you get you get five heroes and you need to distribute them amongst your three lanes you know just like in dota i think yeah It's like you're not playing one card game. It's like you're not playing blackjack with just one person. You're playing with the dealer and the other players as well. For those of you like, who know the rules, yeah. blackjack. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of blackjack, we all know how Ratul is with that game. Shout out to him for winning a lot of money. Back. <laughs> Hashtag Goa. Hashtag Goa. <laughs> They are told stories But... to Goa, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so dude, he just uh... won't shut up about it. I mean, come on, dude. Hey, I, I I didn't even bring it up. I just gave a reference of blackjack. It's like you're not just, just yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So Ratul, how does it make you feel about playing a game that has like this amount of intricacy to it? I, I can we see that on your stream? Our artifact. Well, I probably might stream it when it comes up, but I'm not that much of a fan of uh, like trading card TCG game, kind of game like Hearthstone. Like I did play it for a while because Hearthstone requires a lot of thinking and stuff, and I, I'm not a person who likes to think. I just want to go YOLO with games. Like right now, I'm playing Rune Up, just going YOLO, just dashing away and blowing shit up, right? So I mean, I would give it a go and see how it is, but uh, I wouldn't, you know, be the one who'll play it on and off. I mean, I'd rather play the VR games or the single-player games that Valve will bring. Up. Yeah, speaking of the VR games, I think they are making like you know an ecosystem out of the three VR games. Like they're going to be interconnected or something. Yes, yes, I yes. I heard that. VR so, games. yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Jal. What were you saying oh, yeah. about the VR oh, yeah. games? So, like, as you said, the ecosystem. It's like uh, Gabe actually told us in the in, in an interview where he said he was jealous of Nintendo and how they worked as a company, as in they had games and software that could complement their hardware. and valve seems to be going that route as in the past few years they focused a lot on that hardware part you know where they got the whole st- uh, steam controller and things like that try to make their own steam os and the steam yeah, box yeah. so i'm thinking that uh, this vr uh, the vr games will contribute to their whole ecosystem you know uh, keep the vive running forward you know mm-hmm. yeah so, yeah, yeah. Uh, only time will tell, cause he's not told us any info on uh, these VR games. As as in not only asset cash, but the world in itself. He, yeah, Gabe doesn't call us like, "Hey, Joel, how you doing?" That'd be so, cool. That that would be cool. That would be. I'm like, I'm totally okay with. Dude, Rabi. I really <laughs> wish. I really <laughs> wish that happened. How's going, Gabe? Can you please ring international for me? Thanks. Dude, I'd faint at that moment. I think. No, no, no. Let's for, not. Faint, yeah, yeah. Let's not faint before we, you know, talk about the single player game. Because oh, yes. clearly the entire world is waiting for a single-player game from Valve because of reasons, and I'm just gonna be an asshole to all of you who is who are watching this podcast and just say that. Don't get our yeah, hopes up. Yeah, let's speculate that Half-Life Three is coming out. I just did it. No. Okay. You know what? Because Arnab said that the game's actually gonna come out in the year 3033. <laughs> Cause you mean three thousand three hundred and thirty-three? No, I mean, actually, I I want to be optimistic, man. You know, but yes, I understand what you meant there. No, but um, all right, no, but optimistic no. about like reducing three hundred years. Yeah, that's gonna work. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, see, you no know, jokes aside, we all know Half-Life Three isn't gonna happen because there has been news reports. I think from a Half-Life writer of episode of Half-Life Two episode of Half-Life Two Half-Life Two episode one and two. Like he did. Yeah, my OBS also disconnected, but that's okay. It should be back in just a bit. Yeah. All right. So, 
ladies and gentlemen sorry about that small little internet connection from my side but yeah as i was saying so half life 3 like jokes aside half life 3 i don't think is going to happen i'll tell you why because there was a report that can you guys hear me now like it's all yeah yeah, yeah, yeah all right it, cool cool all right do let do let me know if it cuts off right so no half life 3 what like one of the writers of half life 2 Episode one and episode two actually mentioned that there would be reasons why Half Life Three would not happen. One of those reasons being that it would—I uh, mean, they have to think so much for that story, like a lot, right? It's because it's Half Life Three. It's like the third game because Half Life One and Two were amazing, right? They actually were amazing games that has defined our childhood and whatnot. Like you guys know how it is. And the second reason is. Because of the hype Half Life has created, if they bring out a third game and it ends up being a complete utter fail, the amount of backlash that that Valve gets from the community is going to be a lot, and I don't think they are ready for that shit. So I don't think it's yeah, going to be too much weight on their shoulders. Exactly, because of the hype that we've created. Actually, we are at fault. If people ask why is there no Half Life Three, it's our fault partially because we hyped it up so much, and if it comes out and becomes a big letdown, then we are then basically you know it's going to be bad for Valve. So I don't think But this. Then- Trying to be a bit positive, like even if we don't have the original writers, I feel they could still make it a great game gameplay-wise. Like Valve has ten years right now of experience when it comes to this shit. So, I think I think more than ten years. They've been doing this from ninety four, ninety five, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, exactly. Twenty years. Oh my like, god. That's a yeah. Allow me, allow me to make a new hashtag now that you've said that you know the gameplay-wise. Bring back the gravity gun, please, Valve. For yeah, fuck's like, sakes. Bring back the gravity gun, damn it! Okay, go ahead. Yeah, that that was awesome. My actually. God, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so gameplay-wise, I feel we need to get a Half-Life. Like, even if it's not called Half-Life Three, I don't care. But if we can get more more on that gameplay in you know any other title also, it would be really good. We need an FPS changing you know title right now. We've gotten yeah, too stale. Yeah, I I completely agree with the yeah. part where the FPS genre is just. Like polluting slash clouding the industry, but and speaking so, of FPS genres, uh, I mean, see, o- honestly, I would like to see like we know Valve. Every game they've brought out so far, Half Life, um, every original that Valve has brought out so far, like Half Life, we've got. Uh, Left 4 Dead 2. We've got Portal. Uh, I mean, Left 4 Dead, the Portal series. Uh, all these games foc- heavily focused on first-person shooters. I would be su- I wouldn't be surprised if Valve was going to, you know, get into a new IP, but not first-person. Something different, like maybe an open-world RPG kind of a thing, or something you know, relatable to real life, which is also story-driven and also has like a multiplayer thing. I was going along the terms of like you know, Final Fan, like stuff like Final Fantasy, The Witcher 3, those kind of lines, because I think Valve actually has the potential to pull off something amazing like that. I, yeah, I I completely agree. But uh, regarding the open world, I'm not so sure about that because exactly, I'm so tired. I mean, Val- yeah, uh, it's not about us gamers being tired. I'm just saying that Valve. you know haven't hasn't shown that kind of thing their knack towards open world or anything they basically content with making games that are like pleasing and visually aesthetically pleasing to play yeah it's a fun experience for us so i don't think they're going to go open world but if they do and if that is it's a big if it's going to be great that we can be sure of but 
we can at least be hopeful that in the next five to six years we can see new games being actually being shipped out of valve which is a huge thing so shout out to valve for coming back to the industry we missed you guys a lot and uh, hopefully you guys stay for the long run yeah because we clearly need that and uh, i think yeah we we just covered that part treatly thank you guys but let's move on to the next topic which is going to be pretty interesting for ratul to talk about so ratul i hear that you are having problem with final fantasy <clears throat> Pretty, What's that I, mean, about? I mean, pretty much. I mean, I've got an i5 6600K with a 1060. Now, with this, like with your CPU and GPU, with these two, you should be able to run this at high 60 FPS. Like I've even checked it out. But the problem is, I am lacking RAM. Like I've only got 8 GB of RAM. Yes, I know, 8 GB in 2018. In before all you, all you buggers start giving me jokes and shit. But guess <laughs> what? Peasant. Yeah, whatever. But oh my I god! I didn't. <laughs> but says the says the 1080. ai wielding pleb here who plays on a console but anyway exactly freaking peasant uh, i have a pc and all the consoles okay, but prefers okay. to, but prefers to play on a <laughs> console anyway yeah back back to where we were yeah so final fantasy like yeah it it does see because of the less ram it uh, takes a longer time to load the texture so at random points i do get uh, you know frame drops i mean if i'm not streaming then there's no frame drops whatsoever but because i'm also streaming this right the it just it just you know completely messes up and my pc slows down and causes a lot of frame drops otherwise it is uh, playable does the game in itself use more than 8 gb of ram apparently yeah the minimum requirement is 12 i did not know oh this yeah, i did not know this my friend told me that it requires 12 gigs min so i was like wow holy shit like i thought okay. 8 8 gigs was like perfect but no i was wrong okay so well that's kind of sad to hear but yeah. i have a fix for you and uh, well as our like great friend aman would say if it doesn't work properly mod it <laughs> i have a mod for you for final fantasy 15 and you will be glad to hear who it is from it's from kaldayan who happened to have worked on the near automata mod yeah the far mod yes oh, oh yes for the pc like he that this person has made a similar mod for final fantasy 15 and it has improved with the load times and heavy texture streaming and all of those stuttering and everything so you might want to give it a try and see how it goes i will check it so, out i will uh, and uh, yeah it like uh, according to his notes that is this entire mod fix it has to do with steam api rather than oh. everyone's favorite thing to shit on which is denuvo <laughs> All right. Like, that, no, that's actually pretty good. Steam API because normally when you're modding, right, on Steam, like if it is messing around with the game files, Steam actually detects that and thinks you're fucking around with the game files, and they end up banning you. Banning that, you? Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. huge thing. <laughs> the Valve anti-cheat ban, and not not that's why many people are very skeptical about mods when it comes to Steam, unless it's from the Steam Workshop itself. Yep. Well. kind of that face that while playing with Skyrim. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I think yeah, okay, apart from that, we've talked about like Final Fantasy 15 in the previous weeks. Now that you have played like a considerable about god damn it tongue tight. Considerable, considerable amount, amount of, of time. Yes. That sync Thank you Joel. That, that sync and echo was the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you can only hear it on the Asgard podcast, ladies and gentlemen. As but <laughs> moving on. Oh my God, I can hear myself. But okay, we have like Ratul, you have put like a really huge amount of time into Final Fantasy 15 now. So, well, what's your verdict on the game? Well, is it better than it is on consoles? Like anything? Well, well, first off, I have not played the console version, so I don't know. Secondly, I haven't put enough. Uh, I haven't put. I haven't given enough justice to the game because I've been busy with a lot of work, IRL. So I wasn't able to, you know, play enough Final Fantasy. Like even right now, I'm in the podcast. I'd rather be playing Final Fantasy, but you know, podcast. But yeah, and it's okay. It's also, okay. Some th- some things are more more important than you know playing games. Are you mad? Okay, in, <laughs> let's Nothing's let's more important than playing games. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, arguments aside, uh, but and also this is my first ever Final Fantasy game. Right, so Udit, the previous, uh, you know, one of our uh, regular hosts who isn't available with us because he's busy with you know IRL stuff, he actually told me to watch the Kingslave movie and the Brotherhood anime, which I did. And after you know playing, after playing, you know, both, I mean, watching both of uh, said uh, movies and anime, I actually like the experience better in Final Fantasy 15. Like I have played the intro three different times. On the Nvidia stream as well as uh, my own stream, so I actually got a pretty good idea. And yes, before you guys ask, I am playing it on the Japanese voiceover. Don't ask; their emotions in that is a hundred times better than English, especially Cindy's goddamn southwestern accent, which sucks. I'd actually uh, agree with you on watching the movie. That movie, Kingslave, it's so it's nice. It's good. I as know. As a standalone movie itself, it's really good. You know. The whole fight between the Knicks and everything. Exactly, like yeah. So, guys, I, I mean, for those of you in chat who you know who are planning on playing Final Fantasy, I'd recommend that you watch the Kingslave movie as well as the Brotherhood anime, which is a five-part anime you can find on YouTube, because they actually talk a lot more about the story and you understand it much better. And it's, Square Enix has just not made a game; it's made a whole media experience, you know, like an entire new world, a lore, like another lore-friendly world out there, which is really amazing. It's it's uh, like you know, it's an ecosystem of their own, I guess you can say it like that. Yeah, I think it's very much justified to say that, but I'm certainly glad in a way that we don't have Udit here because he would have like fanboyed all over it. I would have joined him oh in that fanboying. I, I would have joined him too. See, I can I'm, see I'm you guys fanboying right already. Now. I can see you guys no 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 we're not doing a fanboy scene <laughs> here. That would be bad not for our viewers but for us to moderate the entire thing. But I think you know like in the next ca- upcoming weeks or something we'll have a very good not review esque but proper like crackdown on how final fantasy 15 is and can square enix like make something better than this which is we are already hoping final fantasy 7 it's a remaster coming i hope yes yes yes, yes. waiting on that too so yes so uh, i think yeah final fantasy 15 great game we cannot like wait to properly give an update on that but moving on and this is something that is very intriguing to me that is GTA 6 Yeah I, I don't hear, I don't <laughs> hear this is, this I don't is the rumor mill Yeah this is the rumor mill but I don't hear you guys screaming like you know you guys should probably hey, be shouting hey, We're not your groupies okay get the fuck out Yes Okay we are we are we are panelists like you so yes I am like okay now that you've started off with See we are professionals we are professionals Yeah exactly Arnab what the sure. fuck 
What is sure, wrong sure, with sure. you, Arnab? Yeah. All right. Anyway. Oh my God. You guys are gamers. You guys are supposed to freak out. Like, oh my God, GTA Six is coming. No. You no, just said like five minutes ago. Don't fanboy on shit. Yeah. Exactly. What the fuck? <laughs> console right and then 3 years later yes, it yes, came yes. on the pc right so i'm just you know i would actually i'm actually excited about gta uh, 6 I, i'll be honest i have not finished uh, you know i've not finished uh, gta 5 i've never played the game actually right what yeah i've not played the game because one even though it is like a really good game it is freaking expensive man it's always you know 3000 rupees like even the older games like it's like i have to wait 10 years for it to come down to the level i can afford it i don't think it's going to come down because online yeah online has been a very popular thing in uh, gta 5 so i mean that's also there's also been a couple of reasons why i have also avoided the game uh, you know primarily concerns whether my pc will be able to you know run it properly i mean i'm confident that it will but then again you know it's my pc it's a rusty old rust bucket streaming this game no, at this point no it's a very highly optimized game i'll say like up, like the previous one gta 4 was a complete mess in that aspect yeah i mean the, some of rockstar the rockstar did improve this rockstar did improve yes did, yes speaking of improvement we already know that how the you mentioned online which is a very important point i think uh, like kind of like you know agree on that it's kind of is now bleeding to their newer ips like not newer ips but newer installments of their ips that is of course i'm mentioning red dead uh, redemption, red dead redemption. Yeah. yes it is now having an online mode which and a battle royal mode we are hoping that it becomes a battle royal mode oh my god i'll oh yes out. I I, I don't I, I don't know why you guys are freaking out of battle royale like I I just gave up on all ba- forms of battle royale at this point I just want to try no, it no, out no, no, once No we need it's, one it's, battle royale to rule over all of them that's it yeah, Okay so uh, we are not going getting into this argument but my point of battle royale in Red Dead Redemption is basically can you imagine a Mexican standoff Oh yes that would be cool Red yes Red that would be cool right That would be cool yes I mean, you know the last three members Mexican standoff I mean but yes but we clearly but, know that Rockstar can do it. Yeah but then I don't think people online would be that civilized to have a Mexican standoff. They'd shoot you in the back from a bush. Yeah. It's so it's, it's okay. I trust you two to actually do it. Like we can actually make something like that. You know? Oh I'm going to shoot you in the back Arnab. I'm shooting you in the back. I'm going to shoot you in the head oh, back of the head. Probably, we could probably do that in real life also. <laughs> I oh, I haven't tried to incriminate I, myself. All right we're moving we're moving no, a little no, no. off. We're moving a little off topic. Yeah, here. a little bit off topic, but <laughs> yes, uh, yes, let's get to, back to, to complete the entire picture of the rumor mill. It's coming out like this is rumors. Again, we uh, do not know anything concrete for sure, but it is coming out in twenty two, like twenty twenty two, and it will have a female lead. It will feature uh, Vice City and uh, South America. Will, will yeah. it feature Vice City? Yeah, yeah South America and South and America. America. Vice City, yeah. Like these are the two. So like the main cities, yeah. Like explore. Okay, so yeah, main uh, cities. You can be in. So uh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> it's basically taking in the whole Narcos and El Chapo uh, 
thing that's going on right now you know like all media is going for the whole drug cartel shit yeah and while already gta has one game based off it that is gta vice city they can rehash that you know they can use that expand the world so now they don't only have the whole miami scene going on but they can also include the whole south america scene so i think there would be some really good missions like you know traveling between the two places and we all know like even vice city it had those two islands all all the gta games in fact had islands so this would be a really good place where you could travel between the islands by air or by water for drugs and smuggling and all that kind of shit like i'm really expecting this to be true actually imagine imagine smuggling drugs across the border and hopefully donald trump is in is not listening to this podcast we are not in any way associated with mexico please do not raise yes, the yes. wall on us i love you you just but, got your visa revoked <laughs> god god damn it demonetized but <laughs> but, uh, but yeah rathul rathul yeah. we haven't heard enough from you you have been one of the like you know consistent streamers in india who has been like you know showcasing gta gameplay on the internet on I mean, youtube not, i'm not i mean no, i'm not not to call me a complete gta streamer cuz come on i only played san andreas in 4 i'm even... just saying i'm just saying i'm just saying you're one uh, of I mean, the of, four of, prominent ones yeah of recent yes but there are others out there but yeah you know coming to this gta 6 i am excited for gta 6 to come out uh and i want and also the you know the part of the female lead being a part of it that's also pretty cool. all uh, right so that is also I... another cool thing second thing is you know gta 5 was big right gta 5 was massive this involves vice vice city all right another city which is almost of equivalent size of let's say you know what the uh liberty city you know goddamn san andreas like los santos las venturas and san fierro so vice city is almost like you know it's it's i think half its size or one Uh, three fourths its size, and it's also going to feature not only that; it's also going to feature South America. Now they haven't specified if it's just one city in South America or the entire freaking continent, right? No, I don't think it would be entire. I mean, I don't know, but but no, no, but knowing that, but knowing Rockstar and the duration and the speculated date, we are in 2018, boys. That's four years ahead of our time, 2022, right? They might actually pull it off. Who knows? They might have been in. they were be developing this since 2015 or 2012 you have no idea what's the scene they must have and, all- and, and like oh okay, i'm sorry to interrupt but just so you pc like you know like plebs out there thinking oh my god we're going to get to play gta 6 on yeah, 2022 yeah, don't, just don't don't just don't get your hopes up because <laughs> yes. let's 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 see the recent uh, trend of rockstar they brought out gta 5 in 2012 no, no, no let's let, let's let's go let's go about it like this arnab let's take gta san andreas okay a game that came out in 20, 2004 gta 4 came out 4 years later right in 2008 gta 5 came out on consoles in 2012 again 4 years later 3 years later gta 5 came out on the pc with you know PC. a lot of i think mod support as well as uh, first yeah. person and a lot of other cool stuff and now we are in 2018 right it's with 3 years now if 2022 is going to be your release date for GTA 6 that you know makes it a total of 7 years i hope my math is correct 7 years yep, though yep 7 years and that's on the console so if you calculate the plus 3 years it's going to take us 10 years boys 2025 it's That's, it's a decade away 
like yeah. prepare to like i don't know like uh, your current pcs won't run it exactly it's not, it's not even that you might have a job by then and you won't even get to play it properly you have kids by then yeah i hope not i, mean, I hope not i mean 2025 i don't think i'll have kids i'm i'm Actually, never no, having no, not, not yeah that's that's is that's is bad for gaming in <laughs> but like i don't know like okay i have this weird thing like all of a sudden when i think of kids the next thing that comes up to my mind is call of duty i i can't get this out of my head i can always <laughs> imagine like 14 year old kids playing call of duty and like screaming profanities over your the mom gay because <laughs> you i'm just damn <laughs> ஒன்னும்ிங்ஸ்ட்ரீம் it's coming out later this year i guess so any any opinion on that guys i'm yeah. just hoping you guys have good opinions on that well cosy call of duty i'll be like okay all right so call of duty black ops 1 like see for me i'm not focused on the multiplayer cuz let's be honest multiplayer is going to be the same shit over and over again right so i don't yeah, want even agreed. i don't even want to look at that shit but looking at the what's this thing what was i going to say single yeah the single player campaign of yep agreed yeah. i know what you're going to say it's brilliant yeah single player has been brilliant so black ops 1 was a pretty good story right with mason and numbers and i also found out that world yep. of war kind of relates to that because of resnor black ops yeah, yeah, 2 yeah. also yeah. had that relation to it right and it was also pretty cool i enjoyed it uh, even though it wasn't like the best single player out there at the time it was still fun to play right it was still an enjoyable uh, single player to play as you know in terms of the story and all that Black Ops 3 was utter shit in terms of single player as well. I'll be honest, it was fucking bullshit. Like I didn't even understand yep. that and even if you you couldn't even start a new game, it's like whatever you have done is done. That's like completely off. So I hope and Black Ops 4 kind of, you know, gets their shit right. I I'd actually agree with uh, Ratul. Uh, World at War amazing game. I'd call that as Black Ops 0. Exactly. Yeah, that was good. It was amazing. Like World at War was really good, and I think Victor Reznor was expanded up. Like his character was expanded upon. In yes, and he was a really good character actually. And, yep. and if you think about it, he kind of lived on till Black Ops Two. Right? So then, uh, yes, yes, he was. So Black Ops One, Black Ops Two, I agree completely. One was amazing with the whole numbers and the whole mystery till the end, and two also had its you know little nice quirks, and the story was good. Black Ops 3 I'd say on a gameplay point of view it really exceeded my expectations it had great gameplay but the story was so goddamn bad like it was just milked I could say I felt that, yeah, was, a... that was a and then to bring out 4 which is just milking out of an already milked franchise please stop the cow is dead yeah <laughs> the cow is dead and it stinks like yes and and gaubak and, 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 and i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty sure we have like you know in like incurred the wrath of every other bug watching this stream yeah I'm no we we're sure saying we're it for the cows we are saving the cows right like don't milk them anymore yeah. no but uh, honestly i would expect i would i would like to see like you know black ops 4 having maybe a story that could talk about 
I don't know, like after World War, during the Cold War, like you know, Masons. I mean, there's still a lot of un- unanswered questions from Black Ops One and Two. They could kind of fill the gaps in, but please don't go futuristic mode. No, like, no, no. Okay, please, so uh, we do not so, want uh, another advanced warfare. Like I've, uh, I've, I, I saw it somewhere that uh, like the game will be set in around 2020. So we will have boots on the ground. And yeah. by having boots on the ground, I mean you won't be jumping around. Exactly. Like, yeah. Because that, that you're. Fi- You're faking Titanfall weird shit or something Wait, like that. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Yep. That's like just two it's, years away. Yeah, it's not completely futuristic in their setting. Twenty twenty regarding yeah. that. Uh, also, if I remember, if I remember correctly, uh, Black Ops Two storyline was set at twenty twenty five. That's when they got that technology, like right about that time. Like you know, not the jumping around, like the double jump was there, but it wasn't yeah, like the, the Titanfall. Yeah, reminder, but reminder, that's when GTA Six launches for PC. Oh lol. <laughs> <laughs> We are making connections here. Please, publishers, like you know, make this happen. Yeah, make it, make make it happen. Don't actually, please do not do this. XD. XD. Oh my god. But okay, so I. I'm I I refuse to spend more time on Call of Duty. No, but one one closing note is Activision please don't fuck it up. You already oh. fucked it up. I mean no. Oh. I mean try oh. try to try to speaking, unfuck it no, up. No, no. Speaking speaking of fucking up, we can talk about a lot of that regarding Destiny 2 and how that happened, but let's not let's not do that. Let's yeah, let's, let's leave it for not, another. Let's not do Activision. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's not. It's a very bad place to be at, but Oh my god we are treading into some weird waters here and it's about another Ubisoft game now um thing is a new teaser came out from the Ubisoft headquarters regarding a game that is very much called Dead and yes of course i'm speaking of Division yeah but the uh, Division it was leaked if i'm not mistaken right it was leaked first then promptly like you know an hour not even an hour or like you know 10 20 minutes later because well it's me and it's division so of course i'm going to following it like a rabbit hound it came out 20 minutes later and it was confirmed by everyone including the official division uh, channel on youtube and everywhere else that it's official division 2 will be announced properly with a game not gameplay or teaser or something like that trailer on uh, E3 2018 so that's there what are your guys opinions on division 2 and uh, can it be done can ubisoft actually make this come true i mean i mean you know with the one mistake they made with division 1 was rushing the game right agreed i mean Arnab, agreed. you you play the game so much you know right they okay. ru- they rushed just, the game j- j- just to put it out there I was the first Indian to hit world rank in division. That's how much I played the game. I played it from oh day one, and I was rank 50 when the world records were refreshed for the first time. As the only Indian, probably. That's how much I played the game, and I love it to death. Still, they have improved on it. Yes. And Ratul, I think you have seen me talk about it. Yes, you have spoken about it a quite a lot. And I mean, do still people still play the original Division? Yes, there are twelve thousand active players, if I'm not mistaken, and that is after the new update 1.8 came out, and uh, that actually had a major spike in Division player base. 
Oh, that's actually pretty cool. All right, now yeah, I'm gonna nice. I'm gonna take that uh, role position from you and ask you a question. Now that Division Two is coming out, and probably this question would have definitely been asked to you know for you know for people when Dota Two was announced. Division yeah, Two yeah. being announced, would you think the players of the original game will switch to the second part? And what incentive do they have to switch to that second part? Uh, yeah, I think they will. Because right now, even as we speak, we know that Ubisoft has had a history of not supporting their games. Like they have completely left games in the dustbin, trash can, whatever you want to call it, and just forget about it and release new games. Now, Division, we all thought that it was going to be the same case all over again. It's not. The day Division Two was announced is the day Ubisoft came up and said, "Okay, we are still working on Division." The uh, I think you know the division has a PTS, right? The yeah, playtest the playtest server. server. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. yeah, that playtest server was reactivated at the same on the same day with two new uh, uh, global event. Global events are basically like you understand global events. They have modifiers. Missions are modified accordingly. Yeah, according world to events. The modifiers. Yeah, it's exactly. For everybody in and the you server. get special. Yes, and you get special rewards out of that. Classified gear sets, much higher loot, and everything. All that jazz. Two new game modes out of those like world events have been announced. There are le- missions are still being worked on and updated. We have legendary missions coming in for two new missions, so you can expect much more high level con high level gameplay out of the that. And we also know that re- like players who are already playing Division One. Will when they switch to Division Two, will have special perks or like you know gameplay benefits, of course, like or veterans, something like that. Something, something, yeah, to en- yeah, to- yeah, something to encourage the veterans to go and play the new game, right? It's everyone does it, but Division is like, no, we're not doing just that. We are going to keep on improving Division One until the point Division Two is released, and even after that, we don't know what's going to happen to Division One. Will they leave it? Will they keep on going? We don't know. We can only speculate up until now, but right now the division subreddit is just booming with news regarding how these developers, Ubisoft Massive, is doing a pun intended massive job with their game, and it's perfect. Yeah, I think it's one think of it's Ubisoft. Do you think it's possible that Ubisoft would just be like, okay, now Division Two is launched? We don't care about Division One anymore. Yeah, would they like, scrap the servers from that? Yes. Because there might be some Not, people. I don't... Because see, you also have to consider the fact that Division Two is a game that can also I can play on I think entry level uh, game uh, gaming systems. So yeah, okay. See, yeah, Snowdrop. It's the same engine that is being used uh, in Division One. It's the Snowdrop engine. So um, it's it's pretty much the same thing we can expect from Division One. So what are your speculations for Division Two then? If it's the same engine. It's yeah. the same, and they have to they have to massively overhaul whatever graphics they like graphical settings they have. I'm not saying that you know make it like the Division One trailer that we saw. It was magnificent. If anyone remembers, I wish they that do trailer. that. Actually, you can do that oh right my. now. I know they can, but understand something. Again, Ubisoft is making a lifestyle game. Division One is a lifestyle game. Division Two is a lifestyle game. Every recent release of Ubisoft has been a lifestyle game. They have to keep on doing it, and for that, they need to make sure the game is optimized to run on all systems. And for that, I think the graphical settings—if you are looking to have more players—tone it down. Yes, tone it down. I'm saying that tone it down. 
make sure the game is available for everyone to play. That's your main objective as a publisher. I don't think they need a, a division two then, right? They could just keep updating the division like what Valve is doing with uh, Dota two. Not not exactly because they have a, because I understand something. Division is a narrative game. It's still focused on the narrative part. Okay. So okay. Division one's narrative has ended with the new expansion that came out, one point eight Resistance. So that's about it. And uh, the, if they have to make something better, they have to go to the Division two route. So it's okay. I so, I completely yeah. I get it. I get it. So from a script base, they're trying to just revamp the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's that's about it. And uh, yes, it's a very good game. Please. Like, if you have it, go back to it. If you don't, like, borrow an account from someone, play it, think about it. Like, you know, put some hours into it, and then make a decision whether you want to buy Division Two or not. Hell, I'm pre-ordering. I know for a fact, and I know I'm gonna piss off a lot of people. Like, oh my god, don't pre-order. I honestly cannot. You're care. pre-ordering a Ubisoft game. I, I, XD. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I knew that was coming. That was so that perfectly was timed. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, yeah, that's that's about division, and I I love the game. I cannot lie. For anyone who picked up on that joke, hats off to you. Cool. But <laughs> yeah, no, none, but none of you have. But, but yeah, no. You don't have any questions for me. Damn it. No man, like, see, I played the division before, but I haven't gone like high end, and I haven't gone to the dark zone yet because I don't know. It just felt I, a little too grindy for me. No? I played till the dark zone, and then I was like, nah, fuck it. Like, I know, I know. I, I've been, I've been in the dark zone. Like I've went in the dark zone quite a lot. I don't like the concept of dark zone, like primarily what it means, what it's supposed to be. But it's okay, I guess. Like they're not doing it over the top or something like that, so that's okay. And um, like, yeah, they've improved upon it. They have made new rogue mechanics. As everyone knows, that rogue mechanic was completely broken to hell. They have made improvements. They have fixed it. And I am saying, actually, fixed it. You get rewards for doing everything right now. Even killing rogues gives you rewards. Being a rogue gives you gives you rewards. And there's a complete narrative regarding dark zone and all of that. So there's that. Uh, it's it's a complete game right now. Like two to three years down the line, with lots of uh, updates and patches, now it's a complete game. This is what Division should have been when it was launched. Okay. Well, I hope they also kind of you know, kind of form a mode for the story where which doesn't involve too much. I remember Division One had that. It was super annoying. Yeah, yeah. It's it still has that, but it's it's less now. It's no, I know. Like if they fun. want, if they want to increase like their casual player base or whatever, I think that would be like the best way about it to also hit that casual player. See, I like I don't I don't want to grind in a game unless I'm ready to invest time, and I don't have time. That's something I lack, right? Otherwise, I would be yeah. grinding for all the games out there. Like, you know, but I'll then playing... I think that's something there for almost all multiplayer games, right? Like you have to put in time and effort into these games. I mean, yeah, it depends on the type of multiplayer. If it's like an MMO style, then yes, it requires some grinding. I think some MMO games you don't need to grind much. Like I think Final Fantasy fourteen. Sorry for bringing that <laughs> up. Again. World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, World of Warcraft also has like a lot of grinding towards the high end time. But if you just like right now, I was actually playing World of Warcraft. On uh, stream, and I can actually confirm that you don't have to actually grind it. You can just do a, like each zone has its own related quest 
the final end like that's the like the, that's the final land final so i think it's happening again this year it's the same they've announced for csgo and uh, you know dota Two as well Dota and team, i yeah. think they also have like uh, a southeast asian qualifier which i think wasn't there before not 100% sure on that though well apart like whether or not it's confirmed or something it it's happening it is it's happening, happening. Yeah. it's happening oh it's true it's damn true and yeah. well and we have another thing to cover which this this is this comes from a press release that was forwarded forwarded to assetcast as a whole and it's it talks about like what esports for everyone it is by drag to death and it's ha- it's a mega esports convention it's happening in punjab from 19th to 22nd of march so anyone who's like you know living nearby punjab lovely professional university oh lpu you, yeah 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 so it's happening there it's it's titled esports for everyone it basically says is a community building convention to promote esports in india we aim to reach out to people from diverse cultures and professional domains and work at the grassroots level to build regional esports communities so um guys i know that i know joel like doesn't like you know involve himself into that much of esports but ratul you certainly yeah. have experience so yeah. we so, have all of your opinions what right. is this all right so back to death they are uh, see now they are known for their csgo servers but they are better known for their events right so they have actually hosted an event before at lpu it was a intercollegiate fest and i've seen pictures of that that was insane they actually had teams for the colleges they made jerseys for each of the members of the college you know they made it professional af i'm not even kidding it was professional af and this the, i actually you know go by these words it's it was really good Like it was okay, amazing. So, so you're saying they put the professional in lovely professional university. <laughs> <laughs> That is how you pun. Learn. <laughs> right. right, no, hey, I, no, I was making casual puns. But know, okay. But, but no. Uh, but basically, like you know, how you would how you would know a normal esports tournament that you see online with teams coming in jerseys, team intros, all yeah, that yeah. with. the casters and everything it was all well done and it was all done by drag to that plus they're also the same guys who made the IESC tournament which happened 2 years ago uh which was also a really big event that took place in uh, Phoenix Mall Mumbai like Phoenix Market City Mumbai yes 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 yeah, yeah i think yeah. joel you would have heard news of it because it did get featured in the paper a lot dude when when that happened actually i was in the building opposite to it that was my college i had to attend college i couldn't bunk it sadly sadly but we maybe so i mean you know joel didn't just didn't give a shit i mean i can I, I actually just, yeah that i'm that, being polite yeah i didn't give a shit oh my god i <laughs> but 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 i'm not finished guys here are some things that you guys want would want to listen to it's the major takeaways from the events that is e4e punjab convention invites 32 teams for csgo 32 teams for dota 2 16 teams for women csgo Ooh. 128 players for FIFA 18 on PS4 and 64 players for Rocket League on PS4. What are your thoughts about this? Is this is massive? We are having what a what 32 plus 64 and 16 more. That's what 80 teams for CS:GO and Dota combined. Like 
that's massive it is and 16 teams for women csgo players like holy yeah. crap so that's ba- huge basically this is what this is what they did for that uh, tournament at that L- at uh, lovely professional university it was pretty cool it was freaking awesome like i'm actually looking forward to this what's for everyone tournament and i hope it and they do this they, they said they had uh, 32 invited teams for cs but since the title is esports for everyone does it also involve like you know plebs like me and joel well i we don't know about that we should actually ask them after this podcast is done but i'm pretty sure i'm going to drop an email to them like ask them hey can we just like form a team and like play casually or something yeah, like that yeah team asset cast yeah. or something like that team asset team cast, asset yeah. like turn, turns out we fucking win the entire tournament like yeah, yeah. oh my god that, dude i really wish they have the super smash bros man like that should be a thing yeah. that, that 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 might just happen later on you you never know you never know what's what nintendo has up their sleeve it's no, they don't care right? about india they don't care we don't exist e-sports saved by lpu checkmate west your turn <laughs> god but apart from the entire e-sports thingy since like you said it's e-sports for everyone the everyone part is basically uh, they will have playstation vr htc vive vr one versus one contest and plethora of games with high definition graphics at free to play zone 4k experience uh, gadgets and many on the spot contests so if i'm to go out on a limb and say it's basically like nerdmate and uh, gamer connect as well since there are one versus one things happening in gamer connect and nerdmate true so yeah. it's kind of like but that but i but i think like sorry for bringing like an argument but i think with that nerdmate and gamer connect are more experience oriented while this event is more e-sports oriented yeah, yeah i yeah. agree with that yeah. too yeah, yeah. so yeah. i i, I know i know think like it's you could compare those two because they're completely I'm two not, different things no 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 i'm not compa- i'm not comparing i'm not comparing i'm just saying that like for one one is becoming very competitive and the other is very casual so there is that like there is clearly have there is big, like you know a distinction between the two parts of the gaming industry is like clearly emerging in the indian industry as well that's what i'm pointing at exactly yeah that's i think that's very important like now we are entering that stage where we need to separate two things and like you know make a distinction out of it and last but not the least the uh, the esports for everyone has invited jesse hall stamination from netherlands to host the oh. entire event i've heard and that name before stamination Yes, Stamination yeah. is uh, he's a CS:GO caster yeah, yeah, in the yeah, yeah. Indian community. So, he's coming from all the way over from Holland to Yeah, I know. Yeah, host yeah, yeah. the entire event. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I remember he even came uh, 2016 for IESC. Yeah, so and uh, then they will have an open esports forum as well called Esports Dialogue where ideas, concerns, problems and solutions will be debated. So, that's a whole new thing they are have they're actually having a panel on esports like this is probably the most interesting esports event i have actually seen happening in india yeah, in the recent true, times true true but i mean it's it's not the first you you, you got to be there it does have an esports panel yes but it it's not the first no 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 i'm just saying i'm just saying like all encompassing in the entire sense of it Like yeah. in a scale of this, in, in a scale of this manner, yes, it is pretty cool. 
so yeah that's that's certainly something to look forward to and like i like i previously mentioned if all of you guys are near uh, Pan- punjab and lovely professional university this is happening on march uh, like what wait if, hold on yeah. if you if you're a lo- 20 if you're a lovely professional this is the event for you so get your ass there right now you know if you live or or if you're close by like do it you'll you'll have fun at least and the prize pool is worth 2 lakhs just putting it out there so if that's your thing go right ahead it's happening from march 19th to 22nd and uh, yeah that's about it i think we we have wow on um, on my first time hosting we have actually exhausted all of our topics without screwing it up so uh, guys before we close the entire thing do you have any recommendations we do this every time and i'm sorry i'm doing this very casually and something like that i'm not used to hosting like this but do you guys have any recommendations this week ratul oh so my recommendation would be this game ruiner actually that we're playing right now if you are a fan of synthwave if you are a fan of top down indie shooters and if you are a fan of hotline miami then this game is for you cuz one you play as this mindless you know cybernetic killer and you're just you know you're just wrecking shit up and it's it's fun it does get harder in the later levels as you can see i've been dying recently as i kept moving forward but it is a fun game all in all and i've been having fun playing this while you know taking part in the podcast well da so now you have it from ratul it's ruiner joel you're up um, what's yeah, what's your yeah. recommendation uh, first of all thanks for the recommendation actually i've heard of ruiner from other friends they've told me about it it's a really cool game and i can see it it's really fun uh it's hard though. Like... it is yes, hard yes. it's pretty hard <laughs> yeah and who doesn't like tough games like i'm a dark souls fan yeah <laughs> of course so if you are dark souls fan you'll actually enjoy this one Oh, you okay. you rolled Joel has rolled around in the mud quite long enough to like you know well in Now this you can sound like a pig in this you don't roll well, you dash more more often so it's a lot like hyperlight drifter then pretty i mean hyperlight drifter was it's it's more racing if you ask me the rhythm and stuff like that right no so, no 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 you have to play hyperlight drifter then you haven't played it right so Wait, okay oh, okay then... i'm getting confused with something else no no there was another game which has similar names yeah my bad my bad Yeah, no, there is a yeah, there is a game like that. So I I haven't tried Hyper Life Drifter. I've tried the other one though. I forgot what it was called. Okay, so anyways, if you haven't played Hyper Life Drifter, then that is my recommendation. Hyper Life Drifter. A lot of people played it. It's uh, a very good game. It's uh, a 2D. It's not th- uh, 3D like the Ruiner, but it's proper 2D with pixelated art made in Game Maker. Yeah. Uh yes yes it's made in game maker. Uh, wow okay. <laughs> it it really takes it to its limits actually. Damn son. So uh it's it's actually a very touching story if you can understand the story. I wrote a review about it almost a year back and I think this game really holds up right now. Like it's a very tough game. It's a lot like Dark Souls. There's a lot of dashing. You, you can shoot uh you would like it. It's it's a nice short game. Like uh you can complete the whole game in 5 hours and be done with it. And it's completely worth your money on Steam. Like, go nice. get it. That's that's that two brilliant recommendations. And if okay, am I allowed to share my recommendation? Am yeah, you are. The host? host is always depends. Allowed. Depends how ba- good your taste is. Hmm. In before and division, not division. No, 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 not division, not division. In before I'm warframe. Suggest... No, 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 no. In no, before guild wars two. 
we we got this we definitely got this for 15th episode i'm pretty sure we're not going to miss anyone but with that said i am sorry that i probably fucked this up a lot but sorry for being a very shitty host and uh, thank you guys for joining thank you joel datul for joining and uh, you know making this yeah, podcast man, that's happen cool. i mean you did you did actually you actually did a good job as a host not not, not stop every 2 minutes yeah i know you fucked that that's where you fucked up as a host yeah hey hey yeah. it's okay it's called being humble damn it <clears throat> but what a humble <laughs> brag <laughs> but okay so i think we have done enough quite good enough so with that said thank you guys for joining and uh, be sure to love like react and all of our videos and please watch this podcast over and over again provide us feedback about it and follow us on instagram facebook and everywhere else we are there follow ratul stream because that guy is absolute beast with his streaming and everything hey and follow joel for his great shit posts and follow me also <laughs> also for shit posts and you know good life advice i'm not like amon but i try but with that said thank you guys for joining and we'll see you guys next week and bye yeah see you so guys bye. 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 Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. Peace out. Peace.